Welcome. This is the STS Podcast, hosted by me, Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. And this is Shooting the Shit. Hold on. Shit the shit. You did the shit. shit. Welcome back. This is the STS Podcast, Shooting the Shit with Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. How's everybody doing today? Returning listeners, thank you for coming back. New listeners, welcome to the show. It's going to be a real fun one this week. Got a big time guest on the pod today. But first, I'm going to give a big shout out to a week two special guest, Miguel Contreras, 6 and Noah, Bakersfield, California. Don't forget, March 23rd in Tacoma, Washington. He fights again. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more coverage once that date gets closer. Really looking forward to that. I hope he's whooping that man's ass and brings home another dub for the 661. Shout out to Miguel. Thank you, champ, for um, putting the podcast everywhere on your social media platforms. We got a lot of love on that one. Shout out to our sponsor, Undisputed Boxing and Fitness Studio. Again, you mentioned the episode two that was titled MC. You will get 10% off your first gym membership payment. And hit up Coach Mo and find out how you can get a free class. Get a little introduction to sweet science. All right, you want to look good for summertime? Boxing is the perfect way to do it. But for this week, y'all, we got a big, big exclusive special special guest. Exclusive interview with our special guest. I'm sorry. We got Wesley Davis III, state champion, Foothill High Trojans. He's the head coach of this team. Really looking forward to doing this. He could have done this interview, his first interview with anybody else in the state, any paper, any news station. He didn't do that. He said, you know, I'm going to show some love to my guy. And I'm gonna come over here. We did a great podcast interview. It's gonna be that's gonna be um it's gonna be a little bit later. Uh, we got two sponsors. You're gonna find out who those are in a little bit. Also, can't wait for you guys to really dive into this episode. And uh, welcome. I really appreciate you guys listening today. Real fast, I wanna do my you know gotta do my cheap plugs. So for social media, Twitter, IG, STS Podcast six six one. STS Podcast 661. That's for the Instagram and Twitter. All exclusive news, links to podcasts. I have I even have bloopers on there, y'all. Because <laughs> I'm not perfect. I got a cold right now. I did this like five times and I can't stop sneezing. So it's gonna be some fun bloopers. I'm gonna get through it though, man. Again, I think I got some good feedback from the first two episodes. I'm really excited for this third one. It's not gonna stop, y'all. It's gonna keep consistent, consistent, consistent. I wanna keep the content flowing. Um, I hope you guys seen the video with Wes yesterday. I'm really excited. It's a highly anticipated podcast. Uh, this is what I think I was meant for, y'all. Big shout out to my cousin Rudy. Um, he's, I'm gonna be showing the picture of him sporting the STS shirt. Again, those are available for twenty dollars, any size. You want that STS podcast shirt? Twenty dollars. Just let me know, and we'll make it happen for you guys. Also, don't forget the STS podcast is on Spotify, Anchor, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcast. We're, we're not hard to find. Make sure you tune in. Tell a friend. Share it. Add us, follow us, whatever you got to do. Make sure you get the word out. And the DOC right now is going to let you know what you need to do. Now do me a favor. Let me an ear. Welcome to the Lend Me Your Ear segment. Again, y'all, we're just shooting the shit, man. We're here to converse lightly with no specific topic or objective in mind. That's the definition of that. And I always tell people, you know, I'm not here to tell you you're wrong or I'm right and you're wrong or change your beliefs or tell you that you need to think this way or try to, you know, persuade you to think a certain way. 
I'm just here to really just give my feelings. This is my podcast. So I'm just giving my opinion on how I feel. And just what's going on in my life and what's going on in the world and my thoughts on it. Uh, big week, man. Big week for the community of Bakersfield. Big week for Kern County. The 2018-19 Foothill Trojans are state champions, y'all. First time since 1988. First time we had a state champion winner in boys basketball since 94. This is a big deal, man. I think we said we were having a, a historic season. We won Valley. Uh, we turned into a legendary season. The, the boys, you know, we defeated Mount Shasta. Great game. We are state champions now, y'all. Big deal. I don't if you're if you're a basketball fan, the you know local the local hoop community, you really know how much this means to the to the city, you know. And I, you know me, I'm an Eastside Bakersfield boy. I'm a Foothill Trojan alumni, so it really means a lot to bring that state title. We're gonna hang that banner soon, and you know I like I tell a coach all the time that Foothill team is gonna be echoing in the gym forever. In 30 years, we're going to have a reunion about that type of stuff. We know the staff is always going to be leaked. The kids are always going to be leaked together for this accomplishment. It's a big deal. Really proud to be a part of it. I'm blessed to be a part of it. We were up in Sacramento. The game was played at the Golden One Center. For those who don't know, that's a NBA arena. That's for the Sacramento Kings. They welcome us. They they treat us really, treat us really well. Great, great atmosphere, man. A lot of people in Bakersfield took the time out to come see us. Our families were there. The majority of the coaches' parents were there. My parents were there. It was a beautiful sight, man. The, you know, the news. Everybody was watching in town. They were showing at Buffalo Wild Wings. They were showing at the Foothill Gymnasium. It was it was great. I think the uh, most beautiful moment, though, y'all, for me personally, when we departed to go to Sacramento, all the students at Foothill lined up like in an aisle. We walked through that aisle, and it was awesome, man. Just seeing that support, it really got me emotional, you know, because the kids really need that. They're never going to forget this moment. Again, we can't forget about the kids. This is what this is who got us here, man. We could just really just lead them in the right direction, but they did all the work. It was great seeing them get that reaction. Love seeing that, you know, that atmosphere, that championship atmosphere, that support from their community, from their peers. Awesome things, man. Awesome things. And the ride there was great. I've never been on a charter bus. You guys know me. I've never been north of Fresno. So to get that experience to be in the capital of California, we drove to Sacramento. The ride was okay. It was about six hours long. It was great in Sacramento, though. Um, the coaches and I, we had a good dinner. We had a good little tour around the city a little bit. Uh, state capital was a beautiful thing. That's something on my bucket list. I love history. So to see something like that, especially our state capitol building, and take a picture with it, it was great. The yard house was great. I went to go watch Captain Marvel down there. It was great. I kind of forgot it was a business trip, to be honest. I got so, I don't know, I guess got, the city just kind of indulged me. And it was like, oh, I'm out here in Sacramento. This is a once-in-a-lifetime thing for me. You know, I'm sort of really soaking it all in. It was a beautiful experience. Really beautiful. Like, it was about a day and a half we were there. The game was awesome. The atmosphere was awesome. We were, we were in the NBA arena, y'all, an NBA locker room. We walked on the NBA floor. That was something I never thought I would be able to do. I was at the scorer's table. I had the best view of the house. I'm right there, you know, I'm, I'm courtside. So it was awesome. I thought it was a good game. We really came out with a good lead in the beginning. We we fought. They, the Mountain Shots were a great team also. They were 33-1. They were on a 28-game winning streak. Uh, we were actually just we were just too much for them. We have uh, great players on our squad. 
we had a great game plan. We had great scouting. The players were hungry. They were anticipating this. They waited all week for this game, and they knew that they had, they had to support back home. They had to support in that building. So we were also just too much for that team, and that's the way basketball goes sometimes. So state champions, Footline Trojans, awesome day, awesome accomplishment, once in a lifetime for them. Some of these guys will never play high school basketball again. So to be able to enjoy that moment with them and celebrate with the players and the coaches and the community was awesome. When we got back, the news was there. There was about 100 people there waiting for us to return. It was great. I hope they never forget that moment because I know I'll never forget that moment. So it was, it was pretty it – was, it was memorable. This, uh, to say it was memorable is an understatement. And to say that, you know, it's a once-in-a-lifetime, I think that's something, you know, this doesn't happen every year, y'all. I don't know if, the you know, the community who doesn't really follow hoops like that, this doesn't happen every year. So this is a special run by a special group of kids, by a special group of coaches, and everything just lined up. We know the stars aligned. We were just really banking on preaching, I guess preaching, and saying this is destiny because this is exactly what it was. It was all meant to be, and I'm glad this group of individuals really got to see that. And you know, I hope you guys really been, hope you guys really enjoyed the season. I can't wait to get back into it. Uh, we'll talk about that more in the interview. But I want to dive into our next topic, and it hurts my heart. My Los Angeles Lakers doesn't look like we're gonna make the playoffs again, man. Uh, ball's hurt. I think they're going to sit him for the rest of the season. Ingram's out for the rest of the season. And, you know, I'm not going to discuss why we were not in the playoffs. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to come with excuses. I'm not going to say we need fire Luke. Uh, we're not going to talk about uh, Magic's role. We're not going to talk about what we could have, should have, would have done. My thing is, do we sit LeBron down for the rest of the season? Do we sit him to prevent injury? Or do we have this man, you know, we limit his minutes. Because the fans still deserve to see LeBron. I know some people. I know people who bought their tickets in months in advance in anticipation because they want to see King James win, lose, or draw. I'm sure they want to just they want to see the superstar, the goat, LeBron James. So that's something I guess we gotta discuss. Uh, there's pros and cons and everything. I guess we do. You know, he has three more years. We don't want to have you know any permanent injuries. We don't want to take any more risk for a season that's going nowhere. You know, a season that's really it's. We should really maybe some people say we should have our young guys start. Have you know let's showcase the young guys. Let's develop them. Let's see what they have. Let's see what we have in the arsenal for next year. Maybe we could put their value up. Maybe we could trade them. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I think maybe limited minutes. But let King James play until he feels like he shouldn't play. I think he's earned that right. Uh, I can't even say he's a once in a generation athlete. He's probably the greatest basketball player ever touched the floor. If the man thinks he could play, let the man play. Let's not rob the fans. Uh, again, this is all about the fans. In my eyes, Laker Nation is really, uh, we're really loyal. We're really let you know when shit ain't going right. But we do want to see LeBron James keep playing. I want to see LeBron James keep playing just as a fan. I know in basketball terms, yeah, the right thing to do would be sit him out for the rest of the year or play for nothing but a damn higher draft pick. And the only way we're going to get a higher draft pick or even get in the lottery is to keep losing. So I just, I think we, I think we keep, we keep, we keep that LeBron James train going. We've got to do it for the fans. These fans pay lots of money. Look at SeatGeek. SeatGeek. $300 for a nosebleed right now, y'all. So, I think we really need to, 
and remember about the fans and we we pay these players. We you know, we make the money for for these Lakers. We put they put asses in the seats. We pay to see our star athletes. I understand Ingram's out. I understand Ball's out. Their you know their their injuries are you know they're not gonna get any better before the season ends. So yeah, we did gotta sit though. But if LeBron's healthy. LeBron's ready to go. I'm not saying pay play him forty minutes a game, but let's get him out there for the people, y'all. Speaking of the people, the people of Raider Nation have a new addition, Antonio Brown. Looks like he was traded yesterday. And John Gray is looking like a damn genius right now, I believe. Who would have thought? I think he got so much shit for the club back trade. Uh, they have a couple first-round picks. They got a lot of cap space. Still, they got the best wide receiver in the game. I'm not a Steelers fan by any means. But I will state facts. It's going to be really interesting to see that Carr-Brown connection. I think it's really scary. that AFC, I'm an AFC West guy. I'm a Bronco fan. So we have a competition. We really need it. Broncos are going to have to really look for something here to match that. It's going to be really hard to match. But they're really, the Raiders are here to win it all. The Raiders are here to, you know, they're trying to make Vegas. Their first season in Vegas memorable. They want to make a statement. John Gruden's here to make a statement. If anybody get that man open, get Brown the coverage or get Brown the ball and design plays to get Brown the ball, it's going to be John Gruden. David, uh, David, Derek Carr, I'm sorry. Derek Carr, blessed with another great receiver. I see some of my guys on Twitter talking about, you know, Cooper's going to have a better season than Brown. I don't know about that. If Antonio Brown gets going, he's hard to stop. I had that man at fantasy football for the last couple of years. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be really interesting. Uh, I'm not a Raider fan by any means, but it's going to be really hard to root against those guys. It's going to be really hard to root against, you know, we already got the Bakersfield connection with Derek Carr, but A.B., man, he made his move. He wasn't happy in Pittsburgh. He wants his money. And you guys all know NFL players don't get paid like a baseball player, don't get paid like a basketball player. So he got his check. And you know, if you're mad at that, that's too bad because that man got paid, y'all. That man is paid. He he made he Frank Sinatra. He did it my way, and you know I'm not mad at him for that. Keep getting those checks, AB. You got his name buzzing. He used social media to, to really elevate his name. His play on the field elevated his name. Again, I'm not mad at him for that. That's a big addition. Big addition to the uh, the division. Uh, it's gonna be really interesting to see when he when they play Pittsburgh. I don't know if they play Pittsburgh this year. I'm sure they do, but they never you never know they could be in the playoffs. Pittsburgh still has a good team. I don't know where Le'Veon Bell's gonna go, but huh, the Rudies, man, they have a history of not playing of paying their players anyway. So let's see how that goes. You know, we're, we're, I'm really interested. Uh, NFL season really kicked off yesterday. Uh, free agency is really big. I think the Broncos, man, we traded a uh, Case Keenum. <sighs> I didn't really care to be honest with you. Excuse me one minute. Again, y'all forgive me. My allergies are really kicking my ass today, but I'm going to get it done. I'm to get through it. And, man, you know what? To, uh, I want just really, before I end this segment, uh, just, a, just a couple things. I know I talk about a lot of things sometimes, y'all. And one of the things I'm talking about is being grateful and being thankful and just, you know, enjoy every moment. I just want to dive into that a little bit, man. Everything that's going on great in your life, enjoy it, man, because you won't ever get to relive this. We don't get a restart button in life. We don't get, uh, it's not a video game where you have five lives. 
once we go on this ride and this ride ends, it's over forever. So to see my parents really love what I do and they're really coming out to Sacramento was a big deal to me to see both my, all three of my parents, I'm sorry, all three of my parents come out and support me and support my passion and what I love. It means so much. It means the world to you, man. So appreciate that type of stuff, y'all. I don't know if you have parents, grandparents, your guardian, whoever you look up to, when they support you and what you love to do, really, really appreciate that, man. Because driving six hours on a Friday and going back home just to watch a basketball game, it's crazy, man. My parents have always supported what I've done, but lately it's been on a whole different level. I've, I'm 28 now, and I've grown so much closer to my parents than I ever have in my life. Uh, it's crazy how the conversations that we have now, they really are they're, they're proud, you know? And I only think I've touched the damn surface on what I'm going to do in my life. So, so to see them proud of what the hell I got going on, just to, I'm just a volunteer coach, but they see the passion that I have for these for this sport and this school. So to see that, um, it's really great. Appreciate that, y'all. Appreciate that love, man. And remember, dude, you don't get another shot at this once it's done. Once that expiration but that expiration button's pressed and we go wherever we go, we don't get a restart. We don't get to do it over again. Appreciate that time, man. Appreciate that love. If you're passionate for something, do that shit with all your heart. Don't leave anything for an opportunity for regret. Don't leave any of that shit, man. Leave it all on the floor. Leave it all on the pad and your studies and your job. And your, if you're an entrepreneur, your business, if you have a career, live it every day off. You love what you're doing, you're not working. Like right now, I'm not working. This is, I'm just talking to my mic. I'm just talking to my damn laptop like a weirdo. <laughs> um, just do what the hell you're meant to do. And life is too short to do something you hate, man. Because time you don't get back. Money comes back. Friends come back. You know, women in your life come back. Family, except for death, of course. You know, you're going through something with your family. They come back. But your time never comes back. Don't ever forget that. You can never get your time back. So don't let anybody waste it. And you don't waste it on something you hate doing. Sometimes you gotta take the risk. Sometimes you gotta say, you know what? Fuck it. I wanna do what I love. Uh, I'm a living testament of that. Do what you love, y'all. It's not about struggling. It's not about money. It's great to have, but just enjoy it. Wake up every day and say, damn, I'm happy. That's how I feel. That's what I do. So, another thing, too, you know, a lot of people ask me, hey, because uh, I have Off the Fly podcast and I have a partner. I got a co host, my guy, Double R. Like, how the hell does it feel to uh, have your own podcast by yourself? And I want to break it down. Let's think about this weekend. Imagine driving five hours with somebody in the car and you drop them off, right? And you got to go another five hours solo. That's how this podcast feels. Uh, I'm still getting the hang of it, you know, but I think it's great. I think it's really good for me to show what I'm about, you know? Uh, it's really focused on me and what I believe and what I feel is important. And it's an awesome time. Uh, but that's how I feel. I think I'm still getting used to it. Hope you guys enjoy this segment. This is the Let Me Your Ear segment for episode three. This is the STS podcast. This week's sponsor for the STS podcast is Clutch Clips Hoop, the elite producer in Kern County for basketball highlight reels and sports photography. 
producing highlight reels and showcasing the basketball talent of all ages for the world to see. Make sure you follow on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Clutch Clips Hoop. Again, Clutch Clips Hoop. Shout out to Urban Dawn for their sponsorship. Join the movement. And big shout out to Clutch. My special guest for the evening, Wesley Davis III, head coach of the Foothill High Trojans men's uh, boys basketball team. Yeah. Wes, how you doing today, bro? Hey, I'm doing good. I think the only thing that you need to add to the to our title is uh, state champion in Foothill High School. What did I say? You said you said Foothill boys basketball. Uh, oh, Foothill, man. You know. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. I did that on purpose. That's let me good. tell you why, bro. Wes, before... Uh, before you know what, before I get into that, let me thank you for making us the STS podcast exclusive interview, bro. This is the first interview you've done since you won your state championship. Yeah, let me throw a stat at you, bro. Since 1914 in Kern County boys basketball, there's only been two other coaches who won a state championship. Wow, Joe Dominguez and Dan Shannon. Mm. And you know who the third one is. Oh man! It's the man to my left, Wesley Davis the third. Right on, bro. Right on. That's nineteen fourteen. That's over a hundred, what, hundred and four years of history, man. And you're the third one from Kern County. So yes, you are the state champion. You're we the are. We the are program the program. Is the state champion. We are the state champions right now. You're the head coach of that program, Foothill High. Foothill High, two time state champion. We are, High dude. Class of eighty eight. Class of uh, 2018, 19. 19. Yes, sir. How's it feel, man? Blessed. Does it feel real yet? Not really, not yet, no. Nah. Because you know, the crazy thing is when people congratulate you, the first thing they hit you with is, so what's up for next year? <laughs> you know, I'm like, dang, we still just trying to enjoy <laughs> like this Like you're a year. pro basketball player. Right? Exactly. You're a pro team, dude. Yes, you know, definitely. We're still just trying to enjoy this year. We're not worried about next year yet. <laughs> so how have the last couple of days been? Been getting a lot of phone calls, a lot of, uh, it's a lot of congratulations for you and your staff and your boys, of course. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of phone calls, a lot of text messages. A lot of people that are honestly happy, proud, you know, proud one for Foothill, proud that we put on for the city, uh, just proud for us as coaches, as players. Um, so it's been it's been nothing but love, nothing Definitely, but love, man. Well, I'm uh, just I think the people just in case some of the people don't know, I am I'm a part of your staff, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna pretend I'm not today though, okay? Just because uh, this is the okay. STS podcast. But man, I feel I feel honored, man. Just for you, to, there's so many other places that you could have interviewed for, man. You could you could have done the you know B varsity the paper, mm-hmm. but you blessed us, man. I really appreciate that. Um, I feel it, it's 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 super special, bro. So, just I'm gonna just shoot from um, shoot for the first question I have. There's a couple of questions we do have, but I want to just go with the first one. So state finals, valley finals, man. I see something that I haven't seen before from you. Mm. You like to sit in the room, bro, for a long time. You're sitting in that room for about 20 minutes by yourself, headphones mm-hmm. on. What are you thinking, man, when you're meditating? What's going? What's your what's your 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 process going on through your mind? What's the process of your mind going through at that time? It's just that, um, like you said, it's meditating, calming myself down. I think one of the things that I understand this year, and I'm thankful that you know my assistants, everybody, always say, you know, just reminding me that the energy ride goes through me. You know, and if there's there's a couple people within the team that can never have bad energy. And that one, that's the head coach. Two, that is your your leaders on the floor. Definitely. Um, and so it starts with me on the energy that I set. You know, 
I think everyone goes through moments of nerves and everyone goes through moments of anxiousness. So during that time, it's me trying to settle my nerves so that way when I come in and speak with the other coaches and speak with the players, I'm at a, at a peaceful spot. Definitely. You know, so as I'm sitting in there by myself, it's just me taking a moment to clear my mind and just kind of really play the game through different situations in my head. Visualizing it. Visualizing it on, on how I need to respond. One of our big issues this year was complaining to the refs. Okay. And I, I thought that started from me. Um, I think a lot of times early in the year, if people look at our game film, I overreact to like every every call. And I'm starting to see our players doing that. And so I realized, you know what? They're doing that because you do that. And so if I want to tell them not to do that, I've got to be able to not do that as well. So I'm just playing through different scenarios, um, playing different scenarios on when I need to lean on the this coaching staff. Like, I don't have to make all the decisions. Definitely. I got to take my time and say, you know what, assistants are watching this and give them the opportunity to share what they're going, what they see out there. So I'm thinking of all those things when I get away from everybody for that 20 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes. Definitely, bro. Yeah. Did you... um. Did you have did you have a lot of sleepless nights before Valley State Championship? I know that I think a few of our, the coaches were just not nervous but anticipating it. It was really it was surreal. Um, um, you know me, I'm a East Side boy. I never stepped foot on an NBA basketball court. Right. So we're over there in the Golden One Center. How was that? Was that? Would you have sleepless nights? Was that something you talked to your wife about? Like who who would you talk to about your? Well, I'm sure you talked to Don, but I guess. Uh, in your home, who would you talk to regarding so, that, your you know, nerves? In my home, you know, I just definitely always, just like, before we sleep at night, so my wife, man, can you believe we're here? Yeah. You know, it was after Valley because, truth be told, we expected to grind and make it through to the Valley. But even before that, like, I'm thankful that my wife gave me a lot of time where I was up late at night just watching film on teams, trying to learn their tendencies, and just trying to, you know, step my game up so that way I make sure we're the most prepared that we can be. Uh, so first... You know, I just tell my wife, man, can you believe we're here? Can you believe we're here? And, you know, she'd be like, wow, yeah, it's crazy. It's like a dream. And then as we just kept going and going and going, and I, I come to work. I talk to Dom. I, I talk to others. And for the most part, truly, I just kind of really kept it to myself and done left a lot of, like, self-talk. I'm like, okay, you know, we're supposed to be here. Definitely. You know, one game at a time. And the, the biggest thing is, like you said, is waiting and anticipating the game time. I was um, talking, like, to Marcus and Jonah just – what I felt, what I hated was just we had to wait so long to play the damn game. Yeah. And it's like, the Valley game was what, 7 o'clock? Yes. And the no, North no, High no, was... No, no, Valley game was 12. 12. You know, what was the game? Um, I'm sorry. Our state games were at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. That anticipation, bro, because you had to start at 2, 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Just that four-hour wait sometimes, dude, was so like, oh. Yeah. Because we knew, I think we all knew the outcome. Yeah. But how it was going to fold out. Yeah. Unfold. Yeah. That was hard. How does that how does that affect you? Is that you know throw you off at all or is that just something, you know, uh, gets you better know, prepared? No, not really. The the hardest part is going through the work day and trying to stay focused on the other tasks that you have. You know, because the truth of the matter is this is the basketball game is just that, just the basketball, the basketball game. game. You know, you never stop being a husband, you never stop being a father, you never stop being a friend, you never stop being a mentor, you never stop being an employee, mm-hmm. you never stop having a job. <laughs> you, you know, is. so like you gotta remember like all this leading up to the basketball game, you still got the full day ahead of you. Definitely. You you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was the hardest part for me. And I know a lot of those things got neglected and now, you know, probably when I go back to work, <laughs> I have a big group of things that I, I got to do. Definitely and I got to step it back up on being a better father, you know, better husband. 
and those things, you know, better friend. And it's been there coming back down to, to earth. You know? So I appreciate all those parts of my life been understanding in the time that we were in at that time. I think people don't understand the grind. It, it, maybe they, they say, yeah, the season starts in September. Bro, we've mm-hmm. been in there since June. Right. And it was a nine-month grind. I think we knew. I don't, I knew we would be here, but damn, didn't know the nine-month grind. It's, it's a lot, bro. Just for me, I can't imagine how you've been feeling the last nine months. Is, does it feel good to finally not just say, okay, basketball's over, but just to unwind and enjoy the family time and you can say get – Get life back to normal a little bit. Yeah, it is going to feel really great, actually. You know, and we've been on it on two different ends. So we were on the losing end last year yes, of a definitely. long off season, And I think you more so, that's when your family still get the neglect is when you lose. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because now you're like, all you're thinking is, I got to get back. 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 Mm-hmm. So now the fact that we've won at the highest level, you're able to take a sigh of relief and say, and we can, we can get there. Definitely. And I think you brought up a good point is people don't really understand. I don't know if people, I'm just saying, let me start with us. I don't know if we really understood as a coaching staff everything that went into getting us to where we, we are today. Definitely. You know, um, I think before one of the games, you know, I talked to our guys about this was our destiny. You know, yeah. and you start thinking about why it was our destiny because we didn't skip steps of the process. This was our purpose. And I think we, we intentionally as coaches – didn't skip any steps with these guys. Definitely, bro. You know, and I think we were attention to details on our on our work, on our preseason workouts, and just everything that we did, you know. And within those, a lot of times we had failures through those things, but those failures were only there to help us get to the place where we were finally successful. Definitely. You know, and that that's a life thing as well. You might fail at something, but as long as you keep pushing forward, that failure is going to lead to the biggest success that you've had. Definitely. And that, that's the one thing that I've captured out of this is like, you know, don't quit. Don't give up. It sounds really elementary, but yeah, that is. is so true. Don't quit. Don't give up. Keep grinding. Once you fall, get back up. Because if we would have quit the first time we failed, we wouldn't be here now. Definitely. You know, so if we, if we would quit the, the fifth time we failed, we wouldn't have been here. Mm-hmm. We lost 11 games this year on our record. If we would quit after each of those losses and gave it up, you know. Definitely wouldn't have been anywhere. Senior successful team we were yeah. this year. Like when we, um, our turning point, one of our turning points was when we lost the league championship. We could have just tucked our tails at that time. Like it's over, our season is over. But I think we as a coaching staff, our team as players, has said, you know what? Okay, that was league, but we still got something else to play for. Mm-hmm. We're playing for the Section Valley Championship. Then after that, we locked back in. We're like, we're going for the SoCal, and we're going for the state, and it led us here. So, yeah, it's great. That was actually one of the questions I was to ask you, too. What was the turning point for our team? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think Kerman was a big turning point for the program mm-hmm. last year, the loss? Was, it, was that something that fueled, fueled, you, fueled all of us, actually? Because mm-hmm. um, I don't – and people don't understand. They, they don't have the game film. That crowd was – that atmosphere was crazy. Yeah, yeah. And for me, not so much of the atmosphere. Like, kudos to them, but I think we're on par mm-hmm. with them. To me, oh, that definitely. just shows credit to the community within that school, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that's just the buy-in that that community has. And we're fortunate. I think we had the same thing at Footyill, mm-hmm. you know. And for that big game, I didn't expect nothing less. But more so, what that game did was add fuel to the fire. Like, okay, we've been knocking on this door we thought that we could get here. Mm-hmm. Not only did that change from a thought to we know we can be here, we know we can, but we know we belong, we know we deserve to win it. 
So what do we need to do to win it? Mm-hmm. And you look back at it. I looked at the film, and when we first lost that game, I'm like, you know, man, it was the refing, it was the refing. Truth be told, I wasn't ready as a coach. We weren't ready as a program yet to take that next step. And that's what I mean about, you know, our failures. Man, I've seen guys from coaches on down say, you know what, I'm going to be more determined, I'm going to work harder, and we're going to get after it. Mm-hmm. So that's what Kerman did for us. Definitely. Yeah, for, for me. And okay. I'm sure each of us on the coaching staff has something a little different. Definitely. So with our with our squad, you know, we have a lot of seniors. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of egos. Mm-hmm. How do you manage all those egos? And then not all bad egos. I don't think all egos have to be bad. But some of these guys right. know they're ballers. Right. If they were on any other team, they would be a thirty point player. Mm-hmm. Probably be a damn near forty point player. How do you manage those egos? And I guess um, get them all in your system, you know, and just I guess play off each other, play yeah. as a team as one. You know, I think that's one of the things I do well is uniting people together. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I'm good at keeping peace within people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not to say we didn't have our struggles and growing pains mm-hmm. because, heck, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just, just naturally being who we are, just coming together as a family, off the court, people caring and out genuinely loving one another. And once they realized that the we was greater than the me, then that's when it clicked. You know, it's something we started developing. We told guys, you know, when when we succeed, then I succeed. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Team success equals individual success. Definitely, bro. Everybody loves a winner. You know, so if you're a winner on a team, your stock is going to go up. You've got to play team-oriented. So it's just constantly having those conversations. Definitely. With another one, man, let's go back to the community of Bakersfield. I know we always talk about Bakersfield, but I think, at least for the Foothill Trails, we're on the east side of Bakersfield, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to bring this state title? It's only been done once. And at least, well, I guess the third time. It's been East High, Foothill High School in 88, East mm-hmm. High in 94. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to bring that state title back to the east side of Bakersfield? feels so good. It's crazy. I was at, um, at Martin Luther King Park, Cal- a.k.a. California Park, uh, mm-hmm. yesterday, mm-hmm. which is East Bakersfield, and just mingling with the people there, and they were so proud. Definitely. You know what I mean? Sometimes you think some people don't follow sports and those things, and just to see the faces of people being happy that the trophy, the state championship, was brought back here was really cool and just been working on the east side on east bakersfield you know we look at our football team who hasn't been the most successful so we see the way people look at us and so winning this year man just really helped the morale of our school campus east bakersfield you see people walking around a lot more proud and shout out to our soccer team too yeah man oh definitely you know and then another piece of motivation though for us as a program from our school was our cross-country team two-time Valley champions. Definitely. Right? So you look at that and you're like, man, I, I got to get that. Definitely. You know, and they're not the big sport name, but, man, what they done was set the tone for it us. It, it's not easy. Especially cross-country, it's not easy, it's not, man. It's not. It's not. Um, so those things, man, it, so it just feels good to see people happy, you know, and I've always been one to think that sports unites people. It does, man. Yeah. It feels good to see people just uh, support us and back us, man. They, yep. they, and some of these people have never been to a damn game. Yep. They, but they say, you know what? Let me check these. Let me see. Yes. What, let me see what the commotion's all about yes. here at the Foothill High, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we had we had three. I think we had three straight sold sold out games at home for the state playoffs. Mm-hmm. How how much did that mean to you? Because mm-hmm. like you said, we had the number one seed. That doesn't really happen a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the eighty four, the eighty eight, the ninety four teams. If they had home court advantage, I think we may be the first ones. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that, yeah. How did that, that feel? That'd be an interesting piece of history to go back and check. We need to check but that out. But what I do know from what people have told me, those games were just as packed. Definitely. They had, to play, I heard they had to go play at BC. BC. Yeah. And, and so you think about, like, our games being sold out. Like I said, you know, we actually started having packed games going back to last year. Definitely. Definitely. You know, and that's, that's a credit to us being in tune with our community. Mm-hmm. And here's what I mean. When you have meaningful relationships with people, people will come out and support you. Definitely. And I think we've done a great job intentionally developing meaningful relationships with people within our community. Definitely. And I think it just really all came together this season as people started saying, you know what? Those guys are going on the run. I want to be there to witness that. Definitely. I want to be there to tell this young man to keep it up, keep it up, keep going. Definitely. And that's exactly what we've seen. So it was very, very, very humbling experience, you know. Um, our last game, it was hard for us to surrender and say we'll move the game to North High. But we felt like, you know, if we're really community people, Bakersfield people, let's give everybody an opportunity to be able to We sold it. that place out, bro. And we sold that place How out. How did that feel? How, just the energy. You know, there were so many alumni or so many people. It was like... It felt it was a little different pregame just because we're so many different. Yeah. You know how we are. We yep. like to do things. Creatures our way. of habit. Yeah, we're definitely creatures of habit. There's so many. We're so superstitious on things like we gotta do this this way. And yeah, but seeing that house, seeing the North High, the new North High, that, that's beautiful gym by the yes. way. Shout out to AJ and everybody at, his, at, at North High. How was it seeing everybody from? It was like a, it was like an East Side reunion. Dude, everybody was uh, your family was out there. I know most of the coaches' families were out there. Family the, there. Even the players, and I know we don't see a lot. Sometimes families, uh, you know, support from the families is hard to get. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of families out there from mm-hmm. our players, man. Mm-hmm. So it was a special night. That's what I like seeing, yeah, man. Yeah. How did that feel, man? It felt it felt really good. It felt really good because it's hard to pack out a gym. You know, uh, and and we did that. Mm-hmm. You know, we did that as a family. We did that as a team, as a unit. And it was just credit to all of our hard work. And I th- really think it helped us continue moving forward. And then to see the amount of people that made the trip to Sacramento. <sighs> that was wild, dude. On a Friday midday, which means people got to get up 4 a.m., 5 a.m. Hey, boss, I'm feeling kind of sick today. Hey. I'm not going to come in. Right? Come That's on. exactly what I know on. some people did it, bro. Come on. And then, you know, when we finished it and we won it, we start looking at the social media uh, sites, and you see Buffalo Wild Wings planning. You see various high schools planning. You see various people at work calling. Wow. I was watching online. Yeah, even though man. My boss said no. Yeah. So I just that man. That's awesome. My that's uncle was awesome. telling me, man. He's like, hey, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. This they, we have Direct TV. Yeah. We're gonna put this game on. He said there was about seventy. Maybe a hundred people at Buffalo Wild Wings watching this, bro. Man. And that's that's I didn't know they were doing do all nah. that. And I see Foothill throwing. They were had they had it in the gym. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my guy Rob was streaming at work. Yeah. This was it was a big thing, dude. I don't think I don't think we'll know until it's like one of five years from now. People say I remember when we seen that game at or you know twenty years back. Just how we talk about the eighty eight team, you know? We'll we'll never know. Yeah. We'll, we'll never know truly the impact that this run had. Definitely. You know, we'll never know the hope that this gave people. Um, you know, the best things that I get is text messages from parents that says, hey, thank you for what you guys have done for my kid. Mm-hmm. And then when they even hit you with, uh, you know, thank you, my younger son looks up to you guys and can't wait to get to you guys. Definitely. You don't even, you don't ever see that. You don't, and I've run into so many people that I wouldn't even thought knew me. That was like, you know, we watched you guys online. I'm like, what? That's yeah, cool. Yeah, that's crazy. Like I said, you just... We'll never fully understand that. It was beautiful too. Just real off topic. I know Eli was um, 
at the, at the end of the night, Eli and Scooter were signing autographs with little kids, man. Just their faces. Mm-hmm. These kids are stars where they came from, you know. They like photos down the street for some of these guys, and they could get their autograph, you know. Yeah, that was a great feeling, man. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, you know, um, Squid, uh, we have uh, Caesar, mm-hmm. Eli, Warren. Mm-hmm. Your senior class. Mm-hmm. Can you explain what your senior class means to you? We'll start with Squid and Caesar, who's been there since day one with us. And, you know, man, the, the work that those kids have put in, um, the humbleness that those guys have, the unselfishness that they have, mm-hmm. you know, where they could have easily been like, man, this is our team and this is how it's going to go. But for them to open up their arms to the new seniors and just say, you know what, you guys are family, you guys are brothers, to Eli and Warren and Balsy and Hurd and and Bryce, mm-hmm. and, you know, Moy guys that weren't able to play for whatever reason this year, Jake, you know, Hasa, all those Definitely, guys, yeah. man. Like, all these kids just got a very special place in, in our hearts. And we just really thank you. We're forever indebted to them, um, you know, for what they've done to the, the bringing back the Foothill basketball program. Um, they're family for life. Definitely. They, you know, they're family for life. And it's going to be amazing to see, continue to see the, um, who they develop into as men. Uh, as professionals, as husbands, as fathers. And, you know, most people think that coaching is over. Like, they feel like we might have coached their last game. But the reality is, it's just really getting started. Definitely. You know, these guys will be calling us as they go through, you know, life. Uh, Man, I'm thinking about proposing to my girl. Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm about to be a father. Or, you know, I'm thinking of this career. Like, that's the real coaching that we're happy at. This this. This state championship, I'm not diminishing it or anything, and don't get me wrong, I'm stoked that we're state basketball champions. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to see how many champions we create in life. Definitely, bro. Cause it's all like I think you guys taught me that too, man. It's bigger than the game. Mm-hmm. It's always bigger than the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had some words with Bossy after we got we we got back in town. Yeah. And I told him the same thing, like, bro, just because this season's over now doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I don't have your back for mm-hmm. the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I really do love you, my guy. Like this isn't from the teeth out. Mm-hmm. It's from the heart out. I got you. Yep. If you need anything, I got. You, you're yes. my guy forever, and I think these kids are—they're gonna realize too—they're never gonna forget these moments. Never, ever. They're never—it's a once in a lifetime thing. Honestly, will we get to the state championship again in a few years? Who knows? Mm-hmm. But as of right now, it's a once in a lifetime thing because this thing doesn't happen every mm-hmm. two, three years. It's once in a generation opportunity we could be accomplished. You know, yeah. and I think I—I I think I texted you that you know me. I'm, I like weird innuendo or weird um just weird sayings. I guess yeah. real vibes. Like, yeah, my thing is. I'm thinking our that eighteen nineteen foothill Trojan is gonna that is gonna echo in that foothill gym forever. You said it, man. Is that something that you, that give you chills? How do you feel about that? Like you know, we always look back in the past. That's how basketball yeah. is. We look back on history. Yeah, last time we this happened. Yeah. Yeah. every gym has. Oh, remember back in the day? Uh, yeah, Carter over here at Garces, yeah. or you know, Swift at BHS yeah. for that one year. Yeah, they're gonna always talk about the Wesley Davis third lead. Yeah. 1819 Foil Trojans at that gym right there on 503 yeah. Park Drive. Well, they're going to forget I was the coach, and I'm, I'm fine with that. But, you know, they're going to be mentioning these guys' uh, names, these kids' names, with some of the greats that you just mentioned. Definitely. But um, one thing I'm looking forward to is, is at this time you wish you could fast-forward life real quick. Yeah. You know, and take a sneak peek and say, man, push us up. 20 years from now. 30 years 30 from years now. 30 years from now. <laughs> when they celebrating, like, the, this team. Right, so that's that's what's really cool and exciting. It's like, man, these guys are gonna get it, and our youngsters don't understand that yet. Like, yet, man, man, they're gonna be celebrated for this. Like, wherever they end up in their lives, man, 
they are forever linked together. Definitely. Championships do that. Definitely. Yeah. I was telling the guys, too, on the way back, man, just soak this in and enjoy it, y'all, because this is going to be something that you're going to always remember, and it's going to pass. And life is going to, you know, life is going to fly by yeah. real, real fast. And just speaking of destiny, I remember I was talking to my pops. My dad was actually telling me, he's like, I mean, he went to the game. He mm-hmm. went to all the games. My dad's a basketball head, bro. So he went to all yep. the 88 games. Yep. Um, Art was his guy. Yeah. Uh, my uncle, that's Art's guy, too. So it's a family thing, you know? He yeah. went to every game. He told me, if you would have told me 30 years ago that my son was going to be on mm-hmm. that damn staff mm-hmm. and we'll be in Sacramento playing for another state title, like, I would never believe you, son. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, damn, that was destiny, dude. Like, well, see, that's what it was crazy more to me than anything. Like, when your father, you're a grown man, 26, 27 years 28. old. 28. 28 years old. When you can say, man, Wes, like, this is what my dad told me. Yeah. Like yesterday. You're right. Just yeah. like yesterday. That's what it's all about. Like, Definitely. parenting never stops. Definitely, you're t- you're 28. You've grown much big and grown, you know, but the fact that you still looking for that approval from your father, man, meant everything to you. Definitely. And I, like me as well and to the rest of our staff, I think we were more like enthused, like, man, our parents really came out here for us. Definitely, man. Y- you know what I mean? So it's it made big, them proud. Just, yeah, they're proud of us, but they, and they ride for us. Exactly. I think the, it doesn't matter what they could have been coaching basketball. It could yeah. have been yeah. anything, dude. Just getting a job interview. Yep. They'll, they'll still be there for us. Yep. Like, celebrate. Like, yep. and, you know, it's like NBA championship a- Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I, I, that, was, that was one of the best things about this whole thing. Definitely, man. You, you know what I'm saying? And I think we, uh, I know for sure three of us, our parents went to Foothill. Yeah. And I think we really took a lot of pride in that, like, because we hear the great stories Dude. on our parents been like, man, Foothill was the school to be. So I think when we go into the gym every day, me, you, Dom, I know for sure our fathers and my mom and Dom's mom. Your mm-hmm. mom go to Foothill too? Uh, no, she okay. went. Well, no, she was, she was East High girl, so she's East High connected. But just like we went into the gym, like, man, you know what? We got to make this gym good again, and. Every night, my dad would be like, man, that was just like the 80s, man. That was yeah. like the 80s, you know? Yeah, and to hear other family members like, man, that was... And, and I talked to people in the community. They were like, yeah, man. I remember after the games, that's when some of y'all was being made, you know? <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Like, instead of going to the club and stuff, people were picking up people at the basketball games. But yeah, Which is really cool, man. It, it's right. awesome, yeah. I did not know your pops played ball at Foothill. I didn't know he went to Foothill, bro. Yeah, that's man. a connection. That's like... That's a destiny thing, bro. It's a universe thing. I, yep. You know me. I'm all about the universe. Yep. There's so stars align, man. Yep. 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 When yep. I went to when I first to, when I first handed Dom my first stat sheet, I wasn't even thinking about this ride I was about to go on. I was like, yeah. I want to help him out, you know, because mm-hmm. I know I like stat. I want to know what the hell's going on with mm-hmm. that because when you, I'm sure you know when you're coaching, you're not thinking of stats like what the hell's going on. You yeah. you you need that though at the after the game. Okay, yeah. maybe let me see how many points they got off the um off the offensive rebound. Yeah, how many second chances they get? How many fifty fifty balls? You know, yeah, that's something I always wanted to do. You know, yeah. And you guys had a buzzing three years ago. This is my third year, yeah. man. That's was crazy. Yeah. That's another thing that's crazy to us. Yeah, these three years have flew by, bro. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, going back to like you said, talking about the stats though, and I don't know if you caught this. But I, I think it might have – I started taking what you and Taborn do more seriously. Definitely. And the subtle change that I made, and I thought that it even helped our players be more successful, was I went back and looked at y'all stats. Mm-hmm. And before the games, I would tell our kids where they were most successful at. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if that made y'all feel like, okay, coach is really taking what I do serious. Mm-hmm. You know, because the stats that you guys do is very relevant to the success that the kids have. Definitely. And when the kids started hearing the numbers, 
they started they love numbers, bro. They, I mean, like I told them, men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. Definitely, man. You know, I think for me, and I, think, I have a question about that, but we'll go into that a little bit. But just for me, mm-hmm. you guys trusting me with the scouting report just to see what the hell I see. I don't deserve that, and it's not saying you know I'm not a baller. You know me. You see me on that court, my guy. Not a baller, mm-hmm. but you guys trust. I love the love for the game, you know? Mm-hmm. That was special to me this year, bro. And that was great. But at least I'm glad you guys trusted me with that. Just see what the hell I've seen. Yeah. And I think it worked out, man. I think we all see the same thing. Oh. But I think you just want to get another, you know, just another view of it. Like, how, what the hell do you see? Well, what we thinking? know is you took pride in that. Yeah, man. I you, love you, it, bro. You took pride at watching people's tendencies. You took pride on putting that scouting report together for us. You took pride in that. And so when you find somebody that takes pride in what they do, mm-hmm. you let them do it and you get the heck out the way. I got that from Selby too, man. Just seeing him and he was just the way he was breaking it down. And AJ, you know, mm-hmm. I, gave, I got some advice from AJ too. Mm-hmm. You just got to look at it with a clean slate. What I liked is you and Selby, I would see y'all come together. Mm-hmm. You guys would compare your scouting reports. Yeah, definitely. And that, that's that's working together, man. Definitely. And I'm gonna tell you what, our scouting reports were a plus. Thanks, man. They were a plus, man. That's credit to you guys taking that time to do that, man. I just always want us to get, even we get a little bit of the edge, man. Yeah. Because I don't know. My thing is, do are they? It's a, I look at this like a boxing thing. You know me. I'm always about mm-hmm. boxing. Mm-hmm. Are they working as hard as us? Are they fucking putting the the you know the rounds in for us? Yep. Are they uh, running as many miles as us? Yep. Are they preparing like us? Yep. Yep. Do they have this? Do they have two guys having scouting reports? Do they have Selby who's been around the block? Yep. And this guy Ernie who loves the game. Do yep. they have a Dom who's an offensive guru? Yeah. Do they have a Wes who's a mastermind that overlooks it all? Do they have a Drew or, or Drew Marcus yeah. and Jonah yeah. who are offense who just want to help with you know help our kids get better shooting wise, offensive wise, technique yeah. wise? Do they have that? Yeah, that's another question I want with your assistants. How, how did you feel? Like, how did you manage the roles that we all played? Was that something that you know that or that just came in organically? Uh, very organic. I'm a guy that's an organic type of guy. You know, I don't want to tell a grown man, hey, you do this, you do that. And the time that I almost attempted to do that, you know, <laughs> almost created a little division. Definitely. Bro. You know, uh, so really just organically, you know, and I think if you take the time to try to hear what everybody has to say, I think people appreciate that. Definitely. And you begin trying to watch what a person's passion is, mm-hmm. you know, and then if that's their passion, you let them do that passion and you encourage that passion, you know, about what they should do. So it really, it really came along more so organically. I think when, at least for me, this is speaking for myself, yeah. I think when it changed, my perception changed of what the hell I'm getting myself into. Yep. Is our ride to Larry last year. Okay. When you said, Earn, you tell me what the hell you want, mm-hmm. and we're going to get it done. I trust you to do it. Yeah. And he's like, and I want you to stop being so subtle. Stop. Yeah. Speak up, my guy. Yes. If you're not, if you're feeling a certain type of way, yep. there's no egos here. Yep. And, ever, and that's what changed my whole perception. Yeah. Okay, now I can, not that I'm afraid to speak up, but I, don't like, I, I like to play my play my role. Yeah. Stay within my boundaries. Yeah. But, some, you know, some, but now you guys, I guess, just gave me that... Just gave me the opportunity to say, hey, uh, yeah. just speak up, my guy. Well, I don't like being around yes, man. Exactly, bro. You know, exactly. like, challenge me as I'm going to challenge you. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And as long as a person is confident in what they're going to do, if I'm if I'm the leader, if you're confident in what you're doing, I'm going to let you do what you're going to do. Definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. But if you're not confident about it, you shaky and sketchy about it, I can't trust you. Yeah. I, if you can't trust yourself with something... 
then how can I trust you? Definitely. You know, I might see it in you, but at the same time, you got to believe it in yourself as well. Definitely. And it's much like our players. I don't, you know, that's why we have to keep telling them, like, this is the goal. We can see it in y'all. Y'all can do it. You deserve it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And this is what your coaching style. You do let guys do their thing. Like you always say, you don't have restrictions. Mm-hmm. But another thing, too, man, you trust us. Like Marcus and I, you know, and Jonah, we're first, second year coaches. Mm-hmm. How did, is that something, who, I guess this is another question. When you started coaching, where did you get that style from? Is that just something, okay, I trust these guys. I'm going to just go, or going out on a limb. Or is that something like, okay, I'm seeing something in these guys. How do you select your coaches? Or what's the process on that? What you did know, you see in us? Did you I, give us those, those I think that's roles? Just like leadership, you know, like, you know, my dad is that way. You just, you see people, when people have a heart to help, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's, we can rock right there. Mm-hmm. When you first have a heart to help, I, I can use you. Definitely. You know, and all you men first came out yourself. Yeah, definitely. With no expectations, no nothing. Nothing, bro. Y'all just had a heart to help. Yeah. So we can work that. Then what I know is as you start being more around, you start finding what your passion is. Mm -hmm. And from there, you just just let a person go. Like, that's really easy to me because I hate being micromanaged myself. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah, same And and, and I, I, like, you know... Sometimes if I need to tell a person, hey, you know, be careful with this, then yeah. But ultimately, the micro man is that people do him. Definitely. You, you know what I mean? A lot of coaches want to do that either, bro. Mm-mm. I don't think... Mm-hmm. Um, Back to the story. Sorry about that. A lot of coaches want to do what you do, man. Just, you know, giving a kid... Just what a passion, opportunity to do your stats, strength and conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Marcus is a first year coach. He's mm-hmm. he's he's on JV for a couple of years learning. Yep. I don't think a lot of a lot of coaches. Let me see your resume. What have you done? Where's you know? Yep. I know a lot of head coaches um, who had varsity head coaching jobs yep. start with Frost off again yep. after they you know they yep. didn't work out. Yep. So that's something that a lot of people don't see, man. We probably you're one I guess lenient or more you're free flowing. This is a, mm-hmm. and I love that style, man. You don't have a like I said, we don't have egos and yep. you believe in us and the you know you put the ball on our court. Yeah, absolutely. Because once you, everybody deserves a shot. Definitely, everybody deserves a couple shots. Mm-hmm. You'll learn it. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? If I can keep believing in you and guiding you, because what I know is is when you do it and then you need help, you'll seek help. It definitely, all the time. You know what I'm saying? When you're given the the time and the 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 the, the empowerment to be able to to do the stats like you do. And then when we see, okay, let's improve it. I know I can't come easily say, hey, Ernie, I seen this somewhere. I think it'll be really good for you. Even the kills. The kills, right? I didn't know about that. I never even knew that existed. Okay, it makes so much sense. How many times are we having three, you know, three positions right? They're not Mm -hmm. scoring a damn point. Yep. And we're stopping them. Yep. I never thought about that. How many kills we're having through a game? Okay, that makes sense. When I first told John, dude, that makes so much sense. That's a great stat to have. Yep. Awesome. And, and so you guys will just learn it, and then y'all more open to what I might have to say. Definitely. You know Definitely. what I mean? Uh, and like I said, it all goes back to the fact that if you guys know I'm down for you and I support y'all, because there were times where y'all thought, man, we're not going to be able to even sit on the bench for this journey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think Definitely. it's not, you know, I think when you guys see, hey, man, Wes got our back on this. He support us on it. He going to try to make sure we there. Yeah, then I think that makes y'all go harder for those that you're working with. Even with the state game, bro, I'm not going to lie, man. I I was like, you know what? If I've seen I don't, it in your face. I, if I don't, bro, who cares? Because we're here. I try, yeah. I, I, I've learned from the Valley game. Yeah. I cannot be selfish. No, but you're not. You, you know, it's not being selfish. It's the fact that you just want to be there. Yeah. Because you put the time in as well. 
You know, so that's why I was like, man, I got seven of us coaches, mm-hmm. you know, and even though he only gave us end up six passes, I don't know if you heard him. He said, uh, don't worry, we're going to make it work. Yeah, that's why I wasn't even worried about it. Man. Yep. I was, but in, another thing, that's what I was telling, um, I was telling uh, Joe and I was like, dude, I was just mad nervous, man. I couldn't believe I was in Everything yeah. happened so fast well, for me. I, I think when I seen your body language, when you first were thinking like, man, I'm not going to be able to, I'm going to have to sit in the stance. Yeah. That's hurt. It hurts. A little bit. Not a little bit, a lot. <laughs> you know, and it's okay as men to be like, man, that hurt me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I knew the the same time, blood, sweat, and energy that I put in, y'all did too, man. Definitely. And to be on that bench so that way we can run out on that floor together meant everything to y'all. Definitely, man. And by golly, I was going to make sure we made it happen. And you know what? And this is just for me again. I'm speaking for myself. I just feel like, man, and I know you have too, but the sacrifices. Mm-hmm. I think it would... if. I wanted to. I just wanted to be with y'all because this is what I sacrificed. I sacrificed so much to be with y'all. Yeah. I want to end with y'all. This yeah. is y'all family to me. Like yeah. this, and I don't think we don't say that from the teeth out. You nope. know, that's from the heart out. Yeah, we family. So yeah, was I a little discouraged? Yeah, was. Oh, was I discouraged? I know you hate that a little bit. Now I just say you were. I was a little discouraged. Yeah, you were, and, and I, rightfully so. And I'm, but you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Just and my friends know this. I'm an emotional guy, bro. Mm-hmm. I I wear my heart on my sleeve. If I'm bothered, I gotta say something. Or I want to show it, and I want to. That's just how I am, man. I, and I, but then again, I, I always, and I think, like I remember we t- I talked to. This is your show. Mm-hmm. It's business. Mm-hmm. It's not about us. It's about these kids. Yep. And that's how I have to look. I looked at it from Valley. Like okay. Yep. And if I don't, no big deal. At least I'm here in the building. I gotta remember to be grateful sometimes too. Yep. You know. Yeah. So and that's something I I don't know. That's just something I've really seen too. But you know, let's get back to you real fast. And you know what? This wrote I know we shout out my guy Marcus. Mm-hmm. His first year frost off. I mm-hmm. think he did a great job. I think he did a hell of a job. And you know what? And wasn't like we knew since June. He got mm-hmm. the job. What like maybe three weeks before season <laughs> exactly. started. Exactly. That was awesome. He did an awesome job, man. Yep. Jonah did an awesome job too. Yeah. He was a little shorthanded towards the end of the yep. year, but he he managed what the hell he had and i mm-hmm. think that shows how you know good great uh, how the potential to be great coaches in the future you know yes. if they do decide you know a couple years that they want to do their own thing you know because every coach i think strives to be a varsity coach am i is that the way you started yeah man just a young you know buck man started in shafter that was my first job i was uh, gonna ask you 18 man. years old Shafter High, assistant on the JV team out there. You know? The Generals. Yeah, the Generals. Okay. And my guy, uh, Chris Sanchez, who's Foothill alum, now the AP over at Centennial High, gave me the opportunity just to do my thing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's where it started. You oh. know, from there, uh, West High, and then from there, Liberty, man. And just Definitely. just kept growing in it and uh, doing trying to just learn this thing. How long? You, so you're, that was 18, how old are you now, Wes? 34. 34, so that was 16, 16 years ago. Years. That was a question. When did you start coaching? So you co- started oh, coaching. But I started coaching my brothers. Then I got a big old family. Um, where did I start coaching them at? When I was still in high school, when they were playing for Boys and Girls Club League. Question real fast. Did your brothers always go out? Like the way they come out now, they come out and they're in the corner. They're all Davises, yep. Rudy, man, and every. T- I like to see their reactions when Eli comes with a big. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah, they're, yeah. Have, have they always been there for you every step of the way? You know, every when you're step, playing, man, every, coaching, every step of the way. We we that wasn't an option for us. That's just normal. Is that how you guys? Is that how he pops out? You guys, mm-hmm. you know, we support. That, exactly. If you don't support, you look at as a sucker. Okay, I like that. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, that's just the truth of the matter, man. This your Definitely. folks. You better be able to support. And that's what life is about, being able to support people. 
Definitely, bro. You know? So you started coaching. This is that was let's get back to that original question. You started coaching at eighteen with the generals. When did you that was that was assistant as a varsity, right? A JV. JV. So how did what was the your climb up the ladder? How was that looking like? Then the next year, you know, I wanted to coach again and so I just went over to to West High and they they were going through a coaching transition and they needed a coach. So I that year I coached their freshman J freshman summer league and J V summer league team. Wow. I was that hungry for it. You know, Definitely. and they seen me and this is all at at nineteen years old. So some of the guys that's on the team I was in high school with. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you know, and I'm driving and loading kids up, but this is just what we do. Definitely. You, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we did it, man. Summer league was up at Highland. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then you went from West to Liberty? Liberty, yeah. And what was the role there at Liberty? Uh, Frost soft coach, and then um, then I went to the JV coach, you okay. know, and, and then just kind of just stayed around, stayed around, took some time off in there, then came over to Foothill. And how did you get that Foothill job? Joe Turner was my neighbor, and uh, he goes, <laughs> hey, Wes, hey, man. And I was in between jobs, kind of like in your situation, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So uh, he asked me to come be a guest speaker for his students, and he's like, I'm going to need you to coach my JV team. And I'm like, what, at Foothill? Yeah, right. And then um, he get he so I accept his JV position, and then a week before the season or like the Monday before their first game, he goes, "Oh Wes, I got another job. You gonna be the varsity coach?" What? Definitely. And it was murder. She rolled from there. Definitely. You know, and then the competitive nature in me, I just don't want to do something. Want to be the best at doing it. Definitely. And you know. That day forward, I said, this is where we wanted to be at, right here. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's your biggest lesson you learned so far from coaching, man? Don't be afraid to listen to your assistants. Yeah. Let your assistants be who they are. Mm-hmm. Don't pick yes men to be around you. Trust the people that you have with you. Definitely. If you don't trust them, why do you have them with you? If you don't give them a voice, why do you have them with you? Definitely. You know what I mean? You don't know it all, Wes. Is that something you learned from this year? Yeah, just kind of just constantly going through it, you know, um, because Dom is a has a, a, a personality, a leader personality, mm-hmm. you know, and so you have to learn how to work with those things. And you got to learn to still allow a leader to be a leader as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's you just begin to learn how to make things work the right way. Definitely. You man. know, um, you're only as great as the people you surround yourself with. That's big facts. A mm-hmm. uh, few more questions, Wes. Um, I know you don't like talking about next year. Mm-hmm. What's next for you, man? <laughs> are you what are you excited about next year? Uh, I'm just excited about being the hunted. Okay, I'm excited about. Can that. we confirm you're coming back to Foothill next year? That's confirmed. Okay, because I think you know what uh, yeah. I don't know if you see. I don't know if you're on Facebook, man. There's a lot of speculation that you're I'm not, not going to be at Foothill next man, year. Pull it up. I'd love to see it, man. Dude, pull it up. Man. I, that's right. Man, I have to find Trevor's Trevor uh, Trev Horns. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm gonna be back, and I'm excited about this now. The challenge is this. Oh. Uh, you guys only can coach. Well, at the beginning of the year, it was said we couldn't coach because we lost some games. Definitely. So now the the narrative will be the only reason y'all won is because you had these players. So I'm excited to rebuild us, reboot us. I, and people and don't understand. Hunted. It's going to be a rebuilding process, bro. But that's okay. Is not? Or what do you think is going on? What's your mind state? Here's what most people don't know about me is I'm a killer competitor. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So, we're not going to take a whole bunch of gigantic steps back. Definitely not. We're going to still be some dogs. Oh, definitely. Believe that one. Definitely. Believe that one. I think yeah. that's the thing, just because we know what it takes. We've been to the mountaintop that so that's many few have been that's to. That's the thing. And see, the other thing now with our program is the buy-in is, is instant now. 
because people know like all the yelling, the screaming, the hard work, the, the blood, sweat, and tears. The kids know, man, if I do this, man, we can win a state championship. Definitely. So their belief is automatically there when we go in. Definitely. You know, like I said, so I'm looking forward to getting back on the grind, you yeah. know. Um, as I do all the time, I take a little break and I just, I don't even come in the gym. I let y'all do y'all thing. Definitely. And once I reel back in, okay, now we in now. Yeah. You know, we got our butt kicked all summer league. I expect to get our butt kicked in summer league as well. Great lessons learned from summer league. Never thought about it, but it's great lessons learned, bro. And that's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. As always, our mantra is we'll celebrate when it counts. And I remember you telling me, Earn, big you guys up and they do the littlest things. Mm -hmm. That's nothing I really learned. I think I got, and a lot of players really reacted well to that. Mm -hmm. That's that's one of the biggest things I learned this year. Yep. Cause um like I think I got my promotion. I was first lead on Frost off. People yep. probably don't think that's a big deal, but for a guy who's never played a minute of a basketball, it's a big deal. It's a big ass deal. When Marcus lets me deal. sub in some guys out, now that's he trusts my deal. instincts. Yep. I'm like, dude, this is a great. Yep. This is how I'm gonna get my start. I love it, dude. Yep. So when you told me, Earn, you know, big guys up a little bit. They do the little things right. They're gonna appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And dude, it's that was that was great advice, man. So. I want to confirm, too, because I was hoping you would confirm. I'm back with you, dude, next year, too. Yeah, I think we, there was, a, like, we talked about, you know, just other places. There's no other place for me besides Foothill, my guy. Yeah, absolutely not. You know, there's no other place for me besides Foothill as well. So we're definitely. So we're coming back. We'll be back. You know, we're defending state champions, man. Yeah. We're coming back to try to defend our crown. I'm not a one-and-done guy, bro. It's because oh, I made the record. This is the mountain. Like, now I know. And then things I want to. This is what the strength of conditioning. This is the stuff I need to take more, a little more seriously. Mm -hmm. I got to get back on my ground mm -hmm. too, because I think if I can't talk about it, I'm not about it, you know. So yep. things like that. I, I'm I'm back with you, my guy. Yep. I'm there with you, bro. Yes, we are. So um, you you're excited about being now. You're the hunted. Mm -hmm. Um, let me just go back. So let me see here. Sorry about that. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like um, you're validated? Um, me winning a state championship doesn't validate me. Not at all. I've been validated since day one. Definitely. Like, you know. Just me, the grind and whatnot. Yeah, like, I've been the same coach that I was since we didn't win a lot of games to to who I am now. Definitely. You know, like, so that don't validate me. If if some basketball got to validate you as a person, then check yourself. That's, that's fact. You, you know bro. what I'm saying? Like. Man, me winning some games and stuff like that, that don't mean nothing. Definitely. That don't, that don't, that don't define Wesley Davis the third. Definitely. And that's man. just being completely honest. Uh, that's so, that's like, real, bro. You know, I've always knew who I was, and I've, I've never struggled with that, you know. Never, ever. Definitely. You know what? I want, I think you've seen the Trev Horn article yesterday, right? About the, the Division Five. Mm hmm How, what is, just for people who don't know, what is... Did you begin have have you been receiving that negative commentary? I know we've seen it on Twitter or whatnot. I see it, but I don't pay no attention to it. And there's been a f few times where I've started to reply, oh, and, but there's no need to because why am I going to entertain ignorance? Why am I going to entertain haters? You know, when people talk, that means you're doing something right. Definitely. But here's the here's the you know the saddest thing about this is this is you don't hear the kids making complaints about this. It's always it's, adults, it's us dude. Unhappy adults. Definitely, man. It's us unhappy adults want to try to diminish and and salt something up that young kids do. Definitely. And I, when you ask me, like, do that validate me? These are kids. Mm -hmm. This is not Wes. Mm -hmm. These are kids. I'm I'm set here to be leaders of men. Mm -hmm. That's it. And if I'm successful at doing that, that's 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 a great thing. Definitely. But you know, you hear people, well, oh, they were division. What? 
Man, y'all grown and rusty. Are you a state champion? No. And that's all. That's all that matters, bro. In my eyes, we couldn't. We couldn't control who we played or. See, what. I don't even go there though. Yeah. It only to me the conversation is. It's not even. I can't control them. Plain and simple, these kids are state champions. We did our job. On to the next one. Facts. There's nothing else. Nothing else that needs to be discussed about that. Like I said, in my mind, you know, I'm asking myself. Then when adults are saying this, what division adult are you? Facts. Who hurts you? Mm-hmm. Who hurts you? Mm-hmm. You know, that I'm going to try to pick something to diminish these kids' value on what they done. Definitely. You know, and so I've thought to myself long and hard, Wes, don't respond. You don't need to respond, dude. There's no need to respond, man. And you've been, you know what, that's not your get down either. You've never been the guy to really vent on social media or anything like that, you know? No, 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 no. I felt like, like, why do we even need an article even talking about that? We don't need nothing like that. Yeah. We're state champions. And, And, you know, only thing I think is good is, and just keep giving us the publicity. Yeah, we, like good. we didn't have enough anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, like tomorrow, I know the news is asking us to come. Yep, we're going to go for the news. We're proud. Proudly. Once in a lifetime. Man, we're state champions. The, yeah, dude. It's the third team in Kern County to do it. Just like I said again, since 1914. Since 1914, there's only been three basketball teams in, in Bakersfield, California, and Kern County to win a state championship. Definitely. What they say? How you like those apples? Definitely, man. <laughs> is that the stat for your ass? <laughs> but, uh, don't care what division or whatever you're talking about. I think that's man. so irrelevant, man. Yeah, it's very irrelevant. Because my man. thing is, they don't know what the hell we went through this year, dude. The grind, yeah. everything was. And that's that John B. They don't know. They exactly. They, I mean, we gonna keep it at that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Real fast, I want to get. We have some questions from. Uh, we have a Q and A. Mrs. Davis wants to ask you a question. Yeah, holler at me. How'd you get such an amazing wife? Well, you know, man, I got game, man. <laughs> That's what it is, huh? You know, I'm, I'm a state champion guy. <laughs> you know? And so that's exactly what it is, man. You know? We tell our guy, shoot your shot with confidence, man. And so, you know, I shot that shot. How much is how much do you lean on your wife towards the season, man? Is that, you know... Yeah, she got to put up with my crazy self. You know? So everything, man. Like, you know, like I said, you surround yourself with great people. Just surround like, yourself with a great wife, man. They're going to hold you down. She's man. at every game. Every game. Every, doesn't matter if it's Sacramento, Fresno. No, and what people don't know is she took people, she took other people to, to the games, other parents to the games Definitely. to go watch their kids. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that when we win, it's for everybody. It's for our wives. It's for our kids. Because just as much as we're immersed in this thing, they're immersed in this thing as well. Definitely. We can never forget that, man. So, no, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed, man. Definitely. My friend Perry, man, who wants to know who or whom inspire you to coach the way you do? It can be NBA players, coaches, families. My friend Perry. Perry. Yeah. Okay. Who inspires me to coach the way I do? You know, growing up, I always liked seeing coaches that were passionate, that were fiery, that would get on they guys, man. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, my dad, obviously, man, and then I can remember uh, watching back in the day, uh, Coach Hub coaching up guys when he was at South. Just, you know, OG Hudson, all those dudes, man, like that, man, just, you know, you just watch, man, you know, OG Tark, you know, from back in the day, biggest influence to me being an African-American male that I watched was John Thompson. Oh, Georgetown. You know what I'm saying? When you see that he was like, what he did with Allen Iverson, when everybody else turned their back on Allen Iverson, John Thompson was there. 
gotten out of prison, brought him into Georgetown, man. Yeah. So that dude there, man, is like the coaching legend to me. Definitely, man. bro. You know, he's he's the man, man. You I know, love John Johnson. I always say you don't be afraid to tell your players how much you care about them. Definitely. Even, even the, like like you said in the article with Trev, the mm-hmm. last thing you did tell them, mm-hmm. I love y'all. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than all this. I love you guys no matter what. Yep. They need, sometimes they don't have that, bro. No, they they don't. need that, man. They don't. They need that, man. They don't. But yeah, big John Thompson, man. Real quick, we have one more last question from my guy, Matt Bicknell. He said, when Luke Wallen gets fired, well, you going to throw your name in the, in, the, hey. in the hat for the Lakers job, bro? Listen, hit my line. <laughs> Tell hit, Magic. Listen, that's the only way we leave him for the hill. Yeah, bro. Definitely. I'm Lakers, come get us. <laughs> they need that. You know, come get us, man. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn from Rudy T. Come, come, you know. come get us, man. Come get us. Man. Yeah. Well, Wes, man, I really appreciate you blessing us with the exclusive, man. It's your first interview um, since you won. We won the state championship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Again, mm-hmm. you're one of three. One of three. Of history. One of three. And congratulations, man. Yeah. The city riding with us, riding with you yep. and your squad. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you coming out, man. And um, I'm looking forward to the next season. I want to enjoy the rest of this ride. Mm-hmm. Going to enjoy the break. Yep. And uh, do you want to plug anything in? You want to give any shout-outs? Yeah, just shout-out to everybody that's been supporting us. Shout-out to the coaches. Shout-out to the players, man. Mama, we made it. Definitely, bro. That's the STS Podcast. Ernie C. The Gap Tooth Genius. West Davis the third. You know it. For the high Trojans. Gone. State champions. We out. Gone. Gone. Man. So blessed. So grateful to get this interview with West Davis the third, head coach of the state champions for the Ohio Trojans. Awesome time, man. I think it was a great, uh, great insight on his mind. You know, uh, he's surrounded by great minds. So, we, you know. He's back next year. I think there's a little speculation he was going to leave for another program. That's not the case. He is going to return to the Foothill Trojans. And just wow, man. He dro- he dropped us with the exclusive again. He could have given this to anybody else. Really grateful he stopped by. Again, y'all, this is episode three of the STS podcast. I cannot stress this enough. Share, like, Whatever you got to do, refer a friend, send the link via iPhone, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Anchor, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Spotify. Wherever you listen to your podcast, we will be on there. So make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter, STS Podcast, for podcast news, podcast links, they're all in the bio, it's there if you look for it, okay? Uh, We have episode four coming next week, we're going to have another guest, hopefully more sponsors, I really, I really, really want the listeners to, you know, to come by the drove, but come by the damn train load, man. I think we got something special going on here, and I know that if Wes believes in this, he's, you know, like I said, he could have gave this interview to anybody, but he gave it to me. And when I say us, you guys need to remember when I talk about us, I'm talking about the listeners and I. It's about us. So I think when he blessed us with this interview, it really puts tears above other podcasts in the town. So, again, follow STS Podcast 661 on Instagram and Twitter. We're on there. I appreciate you guys tuning in. EC3, the Gap Tooth Genius, we out. Welcome back. This is the STS Podcast, shooting the shit. My name is Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. Welcome back, y'all. Returning listeners, I appreciate you so much. First time listeners, welcome to the STS Podcast, y'all.
shit. <laughs>